Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to to Editor Knows Best podcast. My name is Katyra Poland. I am the creator and also the hostess. And we have it airs every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Anchor.fm slash Editor Knows Best is where you can take a listen to some of the other episodes that are available. Um, we have a very special guest today. Um, he is a motivational speaker, uh, professional speaker. He is a father. He is also a husband. He has over five years of experience of public speaking, mentoring, and coaching. He is one of the most sought after motivational speakers for inspiring and activating students and educators in America. Um, he uses his own life experiences, such as being in foster care, homelessness, losing a football scholarship, also being raised by a single mother, and some other triumphs um, to inspire those that he speaks to. He is very transparent, honest, and he delivers a heartfelt um, message to those that he speaks to. He desires to inspire people to achieve greatness, and that's what set him sets him apart. Uh, thank you so much, William. William Winfield is our guest for today. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Will. Hey, let's go. Man, it's an honor to be here. I'm just saying, man, I'm with the GOAT. So that's all I care about, man. Let's go. Yeah. So um, that was, a, you know, we gave our we gave the audience an overview of who, who you are. Uh, most of our listeners are, are writers and authors, and I know that you're an author. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about your journey to uh, publish, your, publish your book and what that looked like for you. Oh, man. Whew. Hey, I, I, I'm starting to say this little mantra, right? And it's the journey to success starts with just one step. Just do it, right? Don't overcomplicate it. Like, you know, I know they're seeing the audio, but, you know, I'm wearing Nike right now. And, you know, it's, not, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not something that you wear lifestyle, right? So right. Um, it took me five years to write my first book. Um, and it was because that growing up, I was in special education, foster care, no dad in my life. And I had the mindset like, yo, Will, who wants to listen to you? Like, who's going to read your book? Like, Will, come on now. Like, you know, the teacher told you was never going to graduate middle school or high school. Like, come mm -hmm. on, stop it. Right. And I had this replaying in my in my head over and over and over again. But then I came to realization. I said, Will, you have two options. The first option is you can be average or the second option is you can break a generational curse because nobody in my family right. is an entrepreneur mm -hmm. or nobody in my family is an author. So if I can set the tone, now I not only do it for me, right. I just believe, and let me just say a side note, I believe that life is not meant for us, but we live life to inspire other people to understand the importance of life, right? right. right. So for me, I said, you know what? Now I'm in a position to now, if my son say, hey, dad, you wrote a book, well, like I can do it. Or if my daughter says, daddy, you wrote a book, I can do it, right? Absolutely. So for me, when I first got the book, I was like, I said, hold up. I said, <laughs> if I can do one, let's go get another one. So I wrote the second book. Yes. And the second book didn't take five years because I built this thing called Momentum. Mm -hmm. You feel me, right? <laughs> so I was like, who we are? Like, yo, wrote the second book. And I said, hmm. I said, well, let me write the third book. I said, let's go. Bow, right? Wrote the third book. And I promise you, Queen, each book got more easier. It's like, it was just coming second nature, right? I was like, yo, man, like, okay, cool. And let me just do the side note, right? Let me, let me just add, I, I hope I ain't going ahead, but let me say this. If you're looking to write a book, you definitely need to get with Queen because she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. But second <laughs> of all, 
Um, when it comes to writing a book, you need to write about what you love, not write about a book just because you want to write a book, right? Like you write, write about things that you love, right? So in the third book that I wrote, Queen, it was called Thou Shall Be Successful, right? 30 Principles of Leaving a Legacy, right? And in the book, I just talked about each chapter, something that I feel that I like that can be value to humanity. And remember, your book ain't for everybody. So it's very important to make sure that when you write the book, you know who you're writing to. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. said, you know, this book is going to be strictly for people who need help putting their life in order mm-hmm. and understanding to eliminate the excuses and be an executor. So when I did that, when I was like, ooh, okay, I got a third book. I kind of took a break. Mm-hmm. You know, I took a break. But then I said, you know what? Let's go write the fourth book. Then the fifth book. And now, Queen, by the grace of God, I'm on my sixth book. So Congratulations. it's like a journey. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep going. <laughs> So during that journey, um, you're self-published, correct? Yes, Queen. Absolutely. Right. So uh, again, a lot of our audience members, they're, they're wondering if they should go traditional or self-published. What was your experience like self-published and what do you consider the pros and cons of that route? Yeah. So um, let me say this. My first two books were through a publishing company. Okay. My last four books are going to be, well, are through, you know, uh, me and my wife's company. Okay. But what I realized, Queen, was that I'm like, first of all, Sometimes they don't give you the ownership. Right. Which is dangerous. Absolutely. Right? You can do whatever you want to do with it. Exactly. Like, Bump that. I said, uh-uh, I need all, my, I need all that. You didn't get nothing, right? No royalty. Like, everything need to come to the Winfield account. Right. You know I mean? Right. So, um, I would say the pros and cons is I love it because it educated me. You know what I'm saying? I have this, I have this um this method that says hurry up and fail. Because in your failure, you're going to learn. So by me doing my first two books, I was like, ah, I thank you all for, you know, doing it, you know, right. delegated. But then I was like, ah, I need to bring that ownership here to the crew. Mm-hmm. or make sure my kids are straight, right? Mm-hmm. So I would just say, man, if you're getting started, work with somebody. And don't, mm-hmm. and let me say this too, stop being cheap. A lot of time we always try to look for the easy way out. Stop that, right? right. Be the individual that says, okay, let me learn. Even if you, whatever you got to pay, you learn through the process. So then that way you can like, you know what? Now let me self-publish because I know exactly what it takes to do it. Doesn't mean you're going to be the goat at it, but you have the knowledge to take it and say, you know what? I can be able to do this. So that's what I would say, Queen, to answer that question. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I know our audience appreciates that. Um, I just want to piggyback on saying, you know, about that whole being cheap piece is important. So for me, it's like one of the things that I'm, I'm moving into is editing is an investment not an expense. So you want your book to present to present you in the best light. So the first thing on your mind shouldn't necessarily be, oh, who can do it the cheapest? Because as we know, you get what you pay for. So, you know, I have clients who come to me and they're like, yeah, I'm ready. And then I hit them with the price tag and they're like, I can find it cheaper. So for all of the authors who are listening, who um, you know, maybe are also entrepreneurs don't feel like you have to, you know, decrease your prices because if they're not able or willing to pay, then they're not your target market. So I just want to put that out there. So because you're self-published, that means that um, you pretty much have creative control. So how did you go about finding um, your, well, I don't know if you needed an illustrator, but like, how did you find your formatter? How did you find your editor? How did you find, um, you know, the people that help you print out the book? What did that look like for you? Yeah, it's just going to be real simple. It ain't even going to be deep. I'm going to tell you <laughs> right, now, right here, here it was. 
I became good at what I did, so I attracted what I lacked. It's just that simple, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so because people are attracted to the influence, they're like, yo, I'll do it for free. Mm -hmm. Or I'll do it for this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you lying. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you gonna do it for Yeah, I got you. Right. All right, well then, right. even with the cover, and I promise you, Queen, a lot of the things that God has blessed me and my family with in our business came through a lot of prayer. I said, God, I need a team. Yes. Whatever happens, right? And he just started adding people in my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to go back to the, to, to, I hate to go back to it, but I, I just want to make sure the audience understands, right? Mm -hmm. Don't complain about having a Burger King service when you already know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's cheaper. Right. But the relationship and the quality ain't mm -hmm. going to be if you looked at what, what COVID did, Burger King didn't have their line wrapped around. Chick-fil-A did. Yes. Right? And because your services, Queen, are so dynamic, mm -hmm. you can be like Chick-fil-A. Yo, I'm open <laughs> Monday through Saturday and I'm right. closed Sunday. People don't even know that Chick-fil-A is losing 12 to $14 million just be closed on Sunday. Right. For a little year. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you're so effective at what you do that basically what I'm saying is that you could say, oh, okay, it, 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 go, go get it cheaper. Right. My mind's saying now, like, go, go get it cheaper. Exactly. Or, I'll get, I'll, I'll get uh, Uncle Daquan to change the oil. Well, go ahead. See how mm -hmm. long your engine gonna last, right? Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. stop going to backyard mechanics and expecting no lights to be on your dashboard. Right. Right. Don't Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So going back to um, all of the all of the hurdles that you've overcome, your homelessness, foster care, uh, what would you say to to our listeners who maybe have been through the same thing, who are letting those things stop them from write their, writing their book or reaching their goals in general? Yeah, I would say two things. The first thing that I would say is that your life is a New York Times bestseller. And if you don't publish your life, nobody's going to read it right? There's nothing worse than you having a story that wasn't, that hasn't been published. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the physical copy, but I'm also talking about your own personal life too, right? right? So right. when I hang it, when I hang it up, when the Lord called me home, which I'm praying to God, keep me here till I'm 80. <laughs> you feel me? I'm praying. Right. 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 But I understand that when you understand who you are, you become more aware of what you need to do. And I always say, my pain that I go through is not for me. My pain is the key to unlocking somebody else's freedom. Mm -hmm. And if I keep my mouth shut, nobody gonna be free. And I'm held responsible because I'm being selfish. Stop being selfish with your pain. This ain't about you. So what? You ain't. The, let me just let me just say this. You ain't the only one that's been divorced. Mm -hmm. You ain't. I ain't the only one that's been homeless. Right. I ain't the only one that's been raped, molested. I ain't the only one that didn't have no father in my life. Right. What makes you exempt? What makes you special? You ain't that special. Mm -hmm. But you know what separates you and do make you special by sharing your pain. That's yeah. what I was saying to them. Uh -huh. You got it. Yeah. You got Thank it. you. Thank you so much for that. So a lot of our audience members also, uh, they battle with, well, how do I get my book out there? What can I do to expand beyond my book um, and get more streams of revenue or more recognition? So what would you say to those who are struggling with that? Oh, yeah. I, the, um, so what I was saying, and you're talking about just basic ways to monetize off a book? Correct. So, yeah. How can how else can I, you know, how can I make money off of my book once it's published? Okay, cool. Um, so if you're a speaker, turn your book into a workshop. So if it's 10 chapters, For the sure. 10 principles of effective leadership. 
or if it's five chapters, then the five keys to unlocking student academic success, right? Um, what I would also say too, um, turn your book into an audio book. Definitely. Because some people may not like to read, but they like to listen. Yeah. Right? Um, then what I would say too is just record your chapters or probably take pivotal points from your chapter and then do a video recording on it. Mm -hmm. You can take your iPhone, go to voice memo, record it, and then you can literally send that clip to somebody that does um, video visuals and start utilizing them. Yes. Like the army says no man left behind. I say no content left behind. <laughs> All right. All right. So I would say to that individual, man, like don't think deep. If you a life coach, create a life coach program based around your book. So if your program is, you know, from divorce to from divorce to marriage, or if it's from long distance to God distance, I don't know what it need to be, right. but again, right? You're taking your book and you monetize off of it based on your skill set, right? Um, and you know, turn it into a simple ebook or sell the chapters, right? Sell the chapter, turn it into a simple ebook. Yes. And ebook, you don't have to necessarily be the whole book, but it can probably be the top five chapters right. that people can read, or right. you can condense it and make it a little bit more small and actually add some valuable basic tips and strategy. Because again, people are more prone to following a step than just cluttered information. If it's a step-by-step -step process, like the book that I just, the, my, what was it? Uh, my fourth book queen, Live to Be Remembered. School said, yo, we want it. And they were like, yo, we want it because it's simple to read. Let me say this to y'all. Some of y'all are so quick to just write a book just to say to write a book or you just want to put a book out there. Mm -hmm. That's not the goal. You don't write a book just to write a book or you don't write a book to get paid. Right. Although it's a wonderful well, thing to have, you write once you get paid forever. That's what my boy Nehemiah Davis says. Mm -hmm. But what I'm telling y'all is that you got to get to a point to understand before money comes, you need to add value. And most people don't add value. Absolutely. Like what's going to make somebody want to buy your book? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what's mm -hmm. going to make somebody want to say, you know what, let me pull out my card and let me buy the book. Some of y'all get on Facebook and you just drop your book cover. You but hey, buy it. Why should I buy it? Can I give a little? Can I give a little quick, Jim? Just for, for sure. Quick. All right. So listen to me. Before you put a book out, take your audience on a journey. What do I mean by that? Let them be. Let them feel the experience that you're feeling. Oh my God, I just got the books, right? So I'll tell you one of the things that I'm doing right now for my new book that's getting ready to drop. I'm creating three different types of video visuals for the book. And what it's like is going to be a one minute clip of just basically going deep about a certain pain point that I was dealing with. So if it's like, you know, um, with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, I'm doing a visual on that. Then another visual, how I almost lost my life. I'm doing another visual on that. Then another one is how I got saved, right? So I have three different components, but it's like a movie trailer. Nobody just goes to the movie because they want to go to the movie. No, the, the trailer is what captures their attention. Right. So visuals are setting people like oh what's he getting ready to drop and then at the end of it, it's gonna have the title you're like wait a minute is he dropping a movie or what no i ain't dropping a movie it looked like it but because i'm doing so i'm taking you on a ride then what's the next step all the people who get the pre-orders now i get on facebook live and be like yo i got your pre-orders man mm -hmm. i'm telling you and i'm signing them while i'm live right i promise you the last time i did that going live taking people on the journey queen i had like seven people buy a book just like that because I didn't just post the cover. Nobody cares about the cover. You ain't that deep. But what they do care about is, yo, why should I do it? And now another good thing that you can do too is add a cause to it. Mm -hmm. My last book, I said for every, for every 30 books that's purchased, a percentage will go to a suicide hotline. Mm -hmm. 
If it has emotion attached to it, people gonna be like, yo, or if it's like every two books that's purchased, we're gonna give $10 to homeless people. See what I'm saying? So I just wanted to throw that in there too. Definitely. And um, the other thing I wanted to add too is the importance of reviews. So even when you have, like, if you work with a beta reader, which is somebody who is usually in your target market who will read your book before it's released, you can ask them to do a review and you can use that to start promoting your book before it comes out. So that's another way that you can, you know, build momentum for your book. So there's a lot of different ways too. So like you were saying, I've been invited to speak locally because I have a book, Professionalism, What's That? So people will come to you once you have a book. It builds your credibility. Um, it is a source of income. And there are a lot of people who write books to make money, even though <laughs> we don't think that's the way it should be. Um, a lot of people do write books to make money. Um, and people, I know, you know, working with authors, they get very discouraged because they release their book and it hasn't sold a thousand copies in an hour. So you have to put that work in, especially if you're self-published. So I agree with everything you said. Those are just some tidbits that I have. So what was the difference between the Will who took five years to write his first book and the Will who's on his sixth book? <laughs> hey, the old Will was listening to people too much who ain't doing nothing. The new Will was around people who are creating something. That was, that's the completely different perspective. Like I just got around the right people. And I know we hear this, but you'd be surprised how many people are not around the right people. And they post about get around the right people. No, you, I mean, really get around. I, I'm very cautious of who I select interviews with, right. who I jump on a phone call with, right. who I text me, who I have my number, why? Right. Because if I'm the only one who's dropping 30 points, and you ain't dropping nothing, but you are relying on me to win the game, that shouldn't be like that. If that's the case, I might as well just run the game by myself. But when you put yourself around individuals who can drop 30 points, 20 points, 10 points, they're contributing, contributing to the championship, right. the championship dynamic. So I tell y'all, man, you are who you hang around with. For sure. Steve said it very simply. He said, yo, if you're around five people smoking weed, you're going to be number six. If you're around 10 people who are drinking, you're going to be number 11. If you around 15, if you around 15 people who are broke, you're gonna be number 16. Mm -hmm. You are who you hang around with. So for me, I got around the right people. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that as well. Um, right now I'm interviewing for blog bloggers for my blog on my website. And um, you know, I recognize the importance of being selective. You know, there's certain people I'm, you know, interviewing who might be a better fit than others. So I definitely piggyback off of that. And you want to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who have your best interests, um, who are going to tell you the truth, who are going to, you know, root for you and cheer you on. But, you know, on the other side of that, a lot of authors and writers also get discouraged because their family and friends are not necessarily the ones buying their books or showing them the most support. So another part of that, too, is not cutting out strangers because you're going to get a lot more traction with people you don't know than the people right next to you. <laughs> so like Will and I met online, like, we, I mean, I don't even think we live in the same state. I live in New York, um, but, you know, I joined this group and I've been following him. So make sure that you don't let it get you down if those people that you went to high school with or your sisters and your brothers aren't the ones bringing your sales up they'll support you, but you have to branch out. If you're, if you're looking to make a lot of money or even just reach a lot of people, whatever your goal is, you cannot limit yourself to that circle that's really close to you. You're going to have to branch out and connect with strangers. 
for hey, sure. Let me just say this. Where the money reside? Where the money reside? <laughs> I promise you, strangers are the new parents. Facebook, you got a bunch of people there just nosy. Delete them all. Add people according to your demographic or your avatar. Watch what happens. Yeah, definitely. So is that something that you struggle with? Like when you published or maybe your first book, like were you looking for your family to go out and buy a bunch of copies? And <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm going to write this book. I had a list of people. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. 20, 40, 60, 80, 90, 100. No, I got a $500 right. here. I got yeah. the book, man. You ready to get? And here's the crazy part, Queen. You be like, yo, you're going to grab my book. Yeah, I got you. Soon as you get the copy, I got the book. Oh man, let me get it next week. Right. right. The next turn into no week. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo, I promise you, I had a whole scroll. I'm like, yo, I have about five hundred dollars here. I probably, I promise you, what I made off my first book, I probably only made. I'm gonna be transparent. I probably only made like three hundred and twenty bucks. Right. For sure. That's not uncommon. And like I said, I think a lot of new authors have this false narrative that they about to blow up. And I mean, that happens, but that's usually for people who already have that large following like Oprah or, you know, whatever, even B-list celebrities. If you've already got that, you know, following behind you, then people will buy your book. Um, so thank you again for um, sharing that as well. So for just tell us a little bit more about um, you, the recent book that you're working on. Is it related to your speaking or who is that target market for your most recent Man, book? Listen, <laughs> oh my God. I will say this book is for anybody who lost their faith and has been manipulated by the church. It's literally my whole life story from start to finish okay. my whole life story. Mm -hmm. Um, from the moment that, you know, I went through the biblical cord, from the moment I had a bad breakup, suicidal mm -hmm. thoughts, mm -hmm. everything is in that book. Because people have been asking me, yo, I need, I need your story. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, let me package it. Let me put it out. Right. Man, by the grace of God, man, we're looking to put it out by uh, March. Awesome. Um, so we're just grateful. But literally that new book, man. And I don't know. I don't think I'm going, I don't think I'm going to write any more books after this. Okay. I, I don't yeah. think so. I think yeah. it's gonna be my last book. I'm unless the Lord <laughs> tell me otherwise. Right. I think that this book is gonna be a book that's gonna change not my life, but those who are around me. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, right, like books sell based off influence, you know what I'm saying? And um, by the grace of God, he's been doing his thing. Right. And now I'm in a position to where I'm like, yo. I dropped it. Now I ain't got to anybody to get it. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, I'm it. It's will. You know what I'm saying? So I'm humbly and I'm, I'm humble and I'm grateful for that. But again, it took a lot of work to get where I'm at today. And I'm still growing. I want to be the best version of myself every single day. My only, my only job is to outdo what Will did yesterday. Right. That's it. Right. Right. Um, so that's, that's what we're working on. And um, I'll be grateful when March get here so we can drop it and just get it out. Real quick. Awesome. So for you, so is this an autobiography? Like you wrote it yourself? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So was that draining or energizing for you? Energizing. Okay. Each, each, each chapter, I'm like, man, I need to write another one. Yeah. Write like, <laughs> another one. Like, I promise you, like the mindset has it switched. It's like, yo, because I have this, I have this mindset that says, 
if you're not going to finish it, don't start. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to be consistent, don't start it. Like you're just wasting people's time. Right. So you know what? I have to finish this. Somebody right. needs this because I'm not writing it for me. Somebody going to read this book and be like, yo, chapter three, that's me. Like I was there. Like, whoa, like I've been through that. And this is how you got through it. Like, let's go. So it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Literally, it's a yeah. roller coaster book. Yeah. 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 The most personal book I've written was my book of poetry. I haven't gotten to the autobiography yet. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I edit autobiographies and I'm always blown away by stories. So I definitely agree that, you know, autobiographies are for other people, not the person writing it. So for authors and writers who maybe um, don't feel like they should publish their works because somebody already talked about that, what would you say to them? Or they don't want to start their business because there's already um you know 50 hair salons in their city how would you what words of encouragement would you have for for those those people that feel like that first thing i say you tripping <laughs> first thing i'll say to you um again there's always going to be a lot of people doing a lot of things but they're not you and i tell people all the time just because somebody posts it does not mean it's effective <laughs> right like you can drop a course i don't mean nothing you can drop mm -hmm. a course you can drop a coaching course an author it don't matter just because you post it does not mean it's effective and what i would say stop watching so many people who, are, who have the check mark or so many people have a lot of followers ask yourself how come you're not there right i remember um when i have a conversation with my coach and um i was like he was like yo one of my boys are going to the super bowl like, yo he got bread and I was like, man, I was like, man, I need to get there. And he was like, well, you know, that's your problem. He says, your, your, your mindset shouldn't be, well, how come he gets to go to the Super Bowl? It should be, how come you're not there? When he said that, I was like, yo, that, yo, that's legit, bro. Like for real. Right. And, you know, like you said uh, uh, earlier, it's like, you know, you need people who are going to tell you the truth. And I'm telling y'all the truth that's listening right now. One. Stop watching so many people who are verified and who got a lot of followers because, again, the greatest thief of all joy is comparing. Stop comparing. You don't need to do none of that. You need to only compare yourself to what you did yesterday and how you can outdo that. The second thing that I will say to you is put it out there because, again, there's going to be people that I can reach. There's going to be people that she can reach. And I'm telling you, when you get to a point and you understand, like, hey, there's a piece of the pie for me. Because what separates you is what you do. But again, if you never put it out there, nobody's going to know who you are. Right. So you have to start again. The journey to success starts with one step. Take the first step. Stop playing with yourself. Right. Just take the step. If you can't do big things, then do small things in great ways. Do that. I promise you. Because people like, yo, man, like, you got this many followers or yo, man, you got these many likes. Well, you know how much hell I had to go through in order to get to that level. I don't enjoy no more people uh, showing me the finished product. I care about the process. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people miss that. The process is the most important thing. Don't ever miss the process. That is the ultimate goal. Right. That's what I would say. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and just related to that for me, I know I say my greatest competition is me. So there might be people I see on Facebook or Instagram. And sometimes I'm like, dang, they, you know, they got XK followers. I don't have that. So what I do is I may unfollow that page so that I'm not obsessed with, oh, she just dropped this. He just dropped that. This is what they're doing. I'm focusing on me. So I definitely agree with that. Um, and then in addition, like you were saying, um, for me, popularity 
is different than influence. So just because you have a million followers doesn't mean you have a million dollars, doesn't mean you have any dollars, doesn't mean, you know? So a lot of people see those numbers and they get excited, like, oh, they're doing it. And it's like, well, for me, it's like, what are you doing with that? So you have a million followers. What are, how are you leveraging that? You know, who are you helping? How are you benefiting from that large number of followers or likes? So I always, you know, have that conversation. Like, I, I want to make sure that I'm de delivering quality and not getting obsessed with quantity. So um, I definitely, you know, tie in with that. And I thank you for all of, you know, the nuggets that you dropped. I just have one more question. And then, of course, I'll let you share out how people get in touch with you. I would like to know, what do you feel like is the best social media channel for um, authors who are trying to get off the ground? Yourself. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. being real. Like, <laughs> I, I don't watch people. That's just me personally. I mean, like, you know, like yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to ask yourself questions. Like, how come I'm not where I want to be? Mm -hmm. How come I'm not writing a book? The problem is not who you listen to because I can refer people, but you ain't going to jump on it because your mindset right. ain't fixed yet. You have to fix you before you try to actually go watch somebody else who's already fixed. Right, right. So more so what I wanted to get out of that question is like Facebook, Instagram, which one of those channels do you think is or which one would you recommend for authors? Do you think one is better than the other? Not really. I think you need to be on every platform. Mm -hmm. If you can manage it, because not right. everybody, can it. but again, yeah. if you can start with everyone, then start with two. And the two that I would tell you to start with is definitely Instagram, and then I would definitely say TikTok. Why TikTok? Because you're able to share your story and inspire people mm -hmm. quickly. Whether it's 15 seconds or 60 seconds, you're able right. to inspire people quickly, and the algorithm is still crazy. Um, and then Instagram is perfect because it's a picture-based platform. Mm -hmm to put pictures on facebook that's why you you see them they don't really do too good because it's a content-based platform but ig pictures they love it that's how they started right yes. so i'll say instagram and tiktok but watch you mm -hmm. what do you and now once right. you got to where you need to be i would probably start saying and just some people that they can listen to yeah sure okay so if I'm starting from scratch, I'm an author. I'm trying to get inspired. After I've inspired myself, I would go um, look at Inky Johnson. I would go look at Inky Johnson. I would go look at Kevin Hart. Um, I would go look at, who else we got? Tiffany Montgomery. I would go look at Tiffany Montgomery. Um, who else? Um... I would probably just say those three for now. I don't want to overload them, but okay. I think those three people would be great because they inspire, they are who they say they are, and their work ethic is insane. Okay, fantastic. So that's why I would say to y'all, but definitely make sure you're good before you try to go do all that because, again, you have to do the inner healing first. Thanks so much, Will. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. So if someone wanted to hire you as a speaker or they want to buy your book or want your audio book, how would they find you and where would they, they get their information? Yeah. Uh, so right now we're in the stage of revamping the whole website, my brand, just changing everything, talking mm -hmm. with the squad. Um, but literally, man, if you're looking to do all of that, just follow me on Instagram at Will is Blessed um, or just Facebook, William Winfield. Um, those are the two main things that I would tell you to go to. 
Um, because I don't want to say the website and then you go to the website and it's shut down. I, I'm not gonna do that to you. Right. So Will is blessed or William Winfield on Facebook, Will is blessed on Instagram. Yep. Thanks so much again. Well, I really appreciate all the nuggets. I appreciate your time and you know, meeting with, with me and, and talking to my audience. Um, and again, this is Katyra Poland. I am the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best. The show airs 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anchor.fm slash editor knows best is where you can take a listen to the episodes. Uh, thank you all for tuning in today. Be safe and be well.